Welcome to the One Right Church podcast, where we will discuss what it's like to believe that you attend the only right church. My name is Mark Shaw, and I spent the first 45 years of my life in the Followers of Christ Church in Oregon City, believing I was in the One Right Church. Our hope is that by simply sharing our story, that we would urge people to look to the Bible for answers instead of their religious traditions. We want to encourage people to trust in Jesus for their salvation and not in attending the One Right Church. Let's get started. Well, welcome back, Scott. Well, thank you. I'm happy to be here. Today I thought we would talk about kind of what it was like after we left followers. Um, Last time we talked about what life was like for that last three years after becoming a believer, but still staying there. And um, So I thought, as I was thinking about this, I just found it interesting that as we left there, I feel like um, even though I knew that the biblical model was not that there is one right church, Mm -hmm. uh, when I think back and look at kind of our journey out of there and looking around at other churches, that... I still found myself looking for the one right church well, over again. I think that would be natural. Yeah, it was. Uh, and I I used every excuse in the book, basically. If, if I, you know, where I grew up, there was only a piano and we sang. So if I went to a church and there was a drum set or uh-huh. even a guitar was different. And, and my first reaction was always. It couldn't be right. This can't, this this can't, can't be, be it. right. This can't be right. It's, oh, there's a full band here. Sometimes, you okay. know, um, I was completely ignorant to things like what David would write in the Psalms about worshiping the Lord with Dancing. harps and cymbals yeah. and dancing. You know, yeah. um, so it wasn't biblical, but it was just this. Well, it was cultural. It was cultural. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you grew up that way, and yeah. and again, the thing is, and I think I've said this every time. There are a lot of people who have a lot of things like this, and it's not just followers. Right. And you may have had it, you know, you may have had a case of the jitters a little worse or something, but everybody has had this. Cause, and, I mean, I say that because I'm around old people sometimes mm-hmm. now, and they're uptight because they are, um, church isn't like they knew it when they were younger. And right. they wonder if something's gone wrong. Right. And I'll even still hear people talking about that where they have a preference, where they prefer old hymns or traditional mm-hmm. singing or um, to, to new contemporary worship music, but it's a preference. But That's not what you're talking about, is it? No. Oh, okay. for, for me, there was this um, built-in fear that I had that um, because we were told that everything outside of the church that I went to was wrong, they're trying to deceive you, they're in it for the money, they're doing these things. I was just kind of predisposed to look for these things as not being a preference, but being something that showed that that church was not right. You're looking for red flags, like, yeah. don't go here, don't go here, don't go here. Right. Okay. And so I, I just thought we would talk about that a little bit, and I'm glad you said that there's... That's a normal thing, or I use the word normal again, but that's a, it's not only a follower thing. Right. It's, um, it's a human thing, it's really. A, it is. Yeah. It is. And, and other people have this too. So, yeah. Uh, now, how many, uh, you made a decision to, to leave there and not go back on a Sunday, mm-hmm. and then um, 
like how long did it take you to go somewhere else on a Sunday and how many places did you try? I think I think we went to a different church the next Sunday after we decided we weren't going to go back there anymore. Um, but my brother and his family, Gary and Maria and their mm-hmm. kids, uh, went with us because they knew that we would need kind of some support. Some So there's a chance they probably had the same kind of thing yeah. when they came out a few months earlier, right? I'm sure. Oh, I'm interesting. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so uh, they went with us, and we went over to um, Lake Bible Church in Lake Oswego. Mm-hmm. I had heard uh, Pastor Jim Andrews on his uh, Final Word radio show. I'd okay. been listening to him. and um, We had met with him and talked a little bit about just some of the challenges we were going through. and mm-hmm. uh, So he was very helpful, and we, we went to his church that morning for the first service, and then we came to New Life here for the second service at New Life. So, okay. Um, well, just just a word on that. I mean, he I, I've known him for a long time. He was my professor at seminary. Oh yeah. And my preaching professor. And then one and he lives in Westland. And then one day, when he was um, I don't know if I was just getting started, maybe he actually was on vacation and he showed up here. And so what, to have your preaching professor show up is a just a tad stressful. Yeah. And uh, but no, I have a lot of respect for him. Yeah. Know? Yeah. So we we went there, and it was a it was a bigger church. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, not bigger than followers, but it was. Uh, now I would say it's bigger than New Life. Right. You know, they right. meet in kind of a, a big open gymnasium kind of area, and mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, we went there and we saw a drum set on the stage, and I can't, it was just fear. I was just afraid that this wasn't right just because there was a drum set there. And mm. I realized that I've got some some baggage that I'm carrying with me from followers was piano and singing, and I thought... But you had other events with other instruments and things, right? I mean, oh, yeah. they had dances yeah. and bands and the whole shoot match, right? Right, but that's not how we sang on our worship songs on Sundays. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it was um, it was just things like that that would send up this red flag. And, and I realized that it was just fear. You know, it was all just fear-based because mm-hmm. of being told my whole life that they're, they're out to get you kind of a thing. So you went to two on the first Sunday morning just to make sure there wasn't one right church. Right. Is that one? Right, right. Well, we're trying to weed them out. If I look back oh, I and see. I'm honest, I'm trying to weed out Fair enough. all the bad churches, right? Okay. We're, we got to uh, which, find which, something wrong with them. And, and just because you landed in your life doesn't mean like Bible's bad. No, well, let's no. Let's be clear about that. No, yeah. of course not. Um, yeah, I mean, there it it's all comes down to... Um, preferences and where you can serve and things like that yeah. we and we, we're, we're in relationship with them and mm-hmm. you know we yeah. know I mean like I said he's my friend and so yeah. yeah it's not a which is which is something a little bit unusual mm-hmm. or something you wouldn't be used to I suppose would be yeah he knows this guy over here and oh yeah they, yeah okay yeah no and, and I mean to that point I was I was baptized there by mm-hmm. Pastor Jim Andrews at Lake Bible uh, and then we still ended up coming to church here. And I know mm-hmm. there are people, friends of mine that that know that still at followers that 
just can't reconcile that. It, that doesn't make sense to them because... Be, yeah, because why? Because it's all about finding the one right church. Okay. We, we had over 200 people have left followers in the last few years, mm-hmm. and one of the big problems that people have is that they don't all go to the same church because okay. the, the expectation and, and the only reason to leave followers is if you find the one right church, the one true called man of God okay. who is able to lead you and mm-hmm. teach you. Um, and so it's, it's just um, something that took me a while to realize that I was just dealing with fear, really. It was, um, you know, I, I, think of, I think of conversations that we had when we were still there that were, oh, I would... I would leave if I only knew where to go. That okay. was kind of the um, the mentality that I had, and I know others had. Mm-hmm. So it's um, it's interesting that we would have that, and then to go back to some of the hymns that we would sing. Mm-hmm. One of those hymns that we would sing is "Anywhere with Jesus," and the first line of that is "Anywhere with Jesus, I can safely go." Anywhere he leads me in this world below, anywhere without him, dearest joys would fade. Anywhere with Jesus, I am not afraid. So it, it again, was just this thing where we're singing this every week and then just not, not believing it, not, um, not living what we're singing. Basically. You can't go just anywhere to church, right? Is what you're thinking, okay? Yeah. So it was, it was again just this disconnect where, if we really are trusting in Jesus, then that song is, hundred percent true. That mm-hmm. anywhere with Jesus, I can safely go. Mm-hmm. But if you're adding something again, and it, it always comes back to that, that if you're adding something, if if to be safe, you have to have Jesus and the one right church then you have a problem you know it's yeah if if you're if you've got something that is in in addition to Jesus like you say then you can't find somebody else that has that same thing right. along with Jesus and you know as, as you're telling me this and I'm still waiting for the day when you sing but I <laughs> uh, maybe I'm not but I it would uh, really spice things up here um, I'm I'm thinking about really how amazing the the Church of Jesus is in that it is, uh, as far as one right church, I mean, it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's in homes in China, it's in uh, Iran, it's in New York City, it's in Arizona, I mean, it's here. Mm-hmm. As far as that goes, the when you have Jesus and uh, you're... Uh, believing the gospel and in walking with him, there it isn't just that there's you know you can't say there's one right church. I mean you want a church that has Jesus really, and that shows you the way to connect with Jesus through the gospel. Mm-hmm. But um, but I I think it would for you'd forfeit a ton to to say I'm looking for one right thing when there's so many beautiful Christians, you know, beautiful churches throughout the world 
doing amazing things and, and have been doing that throughout history. So, I mean, it's really just a remarkable thing. Uh, you know, I'm looking at it, of course, differently from you, mm-hmm. but, I, but I would just say there's a, there's a beauty to the church um, that invites, I think, uh, another look. Yeah. You know, or maybe a look without the, the fear to say, yeah, there's, um, church is really pretty interesting and pretty cool. So. Yes. Yeah, I agree. And it, it made it to uh, really where we had to become dependent on the Lord in a way that we never had up to that point. Like we, we kind of were left with this trusting in Jesus and counting on the fact that anywhere with Jesus I can safely go, where mm. it wasn't just a, we weren't just looking for our preference of churches. We weren't just looking for the music we liked. We weren't. Right. We wanted to know um, what makes a church right is mm-hmm. really what we were looking for at that point. Um, but that's why I remember that lunch that I had with you mm-hmm. where I said, all I want is a church that teaches the Bible. And I don't know if you remember or not, but you you kind of said, well, they need to be dependent on the gospel, that mm-hmm. they need to teach the Bible and they need to love the gospel. And so I, if if you could just kind of expand on that a little bit of why it's important for, um, and, and you kind of did, that, that this church of Christ, the, the church of Jesus is dependent on the gospel and does love the gospel. And that's what can make it one right church. So, Well, yeah, you want to, I mean, when I say you want one right church that believes the gospel, uh, it really is the gospel that defines the church. So if you get um, a, a church where the message is that um, God made us all uh, for a purpose and he made the world as it should be and there's a, a sense that uh, the Bible teaches the dignity of each person and, you know, in other words, creation is important in the Scripture. And then that human beings rebelled against God, and, and, and it isn't that they went to a different church. It's that they just turned their back on God and said, I'm going to do things my way. Right. And, you know, we call that sin. And when they did that, uh, that brought on them judgment and condemnation and brokenness throughout the world. And so, uh, you know, those are the first maybe two parts to the gospel, you might say. The third is that God, throughout history, had been working to sort of win his people back. And you might say, finally, um, sent his own son. uh, And, you know, we celebrate that, of course, at Christmas. But Jesus came in in a humble way, but he came to live a perfect life, and he died a criminal's death. Uh in the place of other sinners who deserve that judgment. And that's what you have to really believe when you believe the gospel is that Jesus took my place so that it's his um, work, not my work. It's his goodness, not my goodness. It's his relationship with God, not my relationship with God that really ultimately will rescue me. Mm -hmm. And so he came as the Redeemer, and then, um, you know, one day... God is going to, you know, bring about the new heaven, new earth, and there will be a consummation of all things where every tear is wiped away, and we are, um, 
in his presence and you know God is with us as our God and we are his people. And so there is this sense of this the gospel when I say the gospel I mean that we have to re- the, the story we tell ourselves about what God is doing you know through the expressing through the Bible and doing in the world is what essentially um, creates a church. You believe that, somebody else believes that, two or three people believe that, and you, you know, that's what makes a church, it, that's what makes a church right, mm-hmm. is the right belief in the good news of Jesus. And it's good news because I don't have to, you know, do anything to earn it, so. Right, right. And that, that kind of triggered a thought, too, with uh, the idea that, in nothing in what you just said had anything to do with the congregation that you were a part of, that, that it didn't have to do with belonging to a specific <coughs> church. And so, but it does, what I want to make sure this doesn't do is sound like um, just have Jesus in your heart, believe the gospel, and don't go to church. Because there have been people that have... Uh, left followers, and maybe they had a different reaction than I. I had the fear and this desire and um, this baggage that told me I needed to find the one right church. Well, there have been some that have stepped away and went, if that's what church is, if that's the only right church and there hasn't been another one like it for 50 years, then I don't want anything to do with any of it. And there's no hope for me anyway until there's a new called man, or mm-hmm. there's a new one right church. And so I don't want this to sound like I'm saying it doesn't matter what church you go to, or it doesn't matter if you go to church even. Mm-hmm. So, Right, and it, 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 it matters really how you maybe define the one right church. The one right church defined by seeing in the, the Bible the good news that Jesus came for sinners, and that your personal faith in him will... You know, essentially release you from the judgment and offer you a relationship with God. That is the, um, that's the good news that then creates the church. So it isn't just that you don't get to go. It's that if you believe that, then, you know, you are part of a church and you need to find some other people that believe that and join mm-hmm. them. Yeah, that's great. And, you know, Lake Bible believes it and we believe it and yeah. Churches throughout the world believe it, and um, that's what I think is so beautiful. Yeah, yeah, and I think, I think of the, like I said, a couple hundred people who have left followers. I think, I didn't count this before, but I, I bet there's at least a half a dozen, between six and ten probably churches represented that they, they attend different. Oh, I think I, I know of at least that many. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. So, um, but then we can still get together and we still have the gospel in common. We still have, mm-hmm. we're, we're all part of kind of the, the capital C church. Right. Right. So, yeah. so, so it's the kind of thing that you really can step into with hope and faith rather than with fear. And right. you're, you know, if you think about stepping into something instead of stepping out of something that, you know, that might be helpful too. You were, that's yeah. not where you were. Even though you looked pretty cool on the outside, I will say it's like no, this guy does not look like he's you know shaking his boots or anything. But yeah, no, anyway. I was I was terrified to make the wrong decision for mm-hmm. for quite a while. I right. I remember uh, 
In fact, I think the first time we came here uh, to New Life Church, uh, it was the first Sunday of the month, and you were doing communion, and I had not been baptized yet, so I didn't know if I could take part in communion because Mm -hmm. I hadn't been baptized yet. And so I remember you coming and talking to me right after the service, and uh, we, we talked about it later, but I was... I felt paralyzed with fear at times of mm-hmm. making the wrong decision that it would somehow disqualify me. Well, and see, some of it, you know, some of it is, uh, I'm going to say this because I've been part of a church for a long, long time, is that they're all not right. I mean, there's something wrong with virtually everyone, and, you know, there's because they're made up of people. And so to set, to look for one that's perfect is, you know, it's a fool's errand is what it is because... Yeah. You're not going to find one's perfect, and you're you look here. You're not going to find it for sure. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was given advice by one uh, pastor from England, actually, uh, and he he told me, "Don't try and find the perfect church. Find a church, become part of it, pray for the leadership, and try to make the, that church as good as you can. Oh, nice. Just do your part to try and make that church as good as you can. And so it's, it's the same thing. It's yeah." Um, so it's I, I just want anyone uh, who might be listening if they are feeling any pressure to um, maybe they feel like they're not at the right church anymore but they feel like they have to know where the right church is before they can take that step away I would just encourage them to take that step of faith and, and trust that anywhere with Jesus you can safely go oh nice so Well, hopefully this has been helpful. If you have questions or comments or a topic that you would like us to cover, you can reach us at comments at onerightchurch.com. And for more information, you can visit our website, www.onerightchurch.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.